Welcome home, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Welcome Home is a podcast where I, your host Josh, sit down for a conversation with different people who I admire and discuss whatever's on their mind, and especially focus on life at home in times like this. Wherever you are and however you're listening, thank you for your support, and once again, welcome home. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining in on this week's episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Hope everyone is enjoying July. I know, so we're recording this uh, in advance. So I know the last episode that you heard was just me, my dad, and my Uncle John. Uh, today I got a few more of these guys to come in, and we're excited to, I'm excited to have them here with me. And I want to start off by, by thanking everyone who is a part of this community. Everyone who watches the show, listens to the show, um, joins on all the different content that these guys produce throughout every week. Uh, This is a community for you guys and for us, and we're so happy to be a part of it. And so thank you guys for being the backbone uh, of what the Katinas are and what our mission is, which is to give people uh, a spiritual community through songs and stories. And so Today, maybe we'll have some stories, and maybe not songs. I don't know. One day we'll have you guys sing for us. But uh, if, you, if you watch these episodes, listen to them, I want to let you know you're a part of this. And um, if you want to learn more about it, just visit thekatinas.com and uh, it'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have lots of information for you there. And so thanks in advance for that. All right, uncles. Well, today is... I think this will be like officially a month of us doing the podcast here uh, at the house. And it's been a fun adjustment for me. You know, I think so. My last episode that I had at my house was with my dad. And I told him in a way I was a little bit sad about the transition from from there to here because I really did enjoy getting to have kind of those one on one things and having people come over to my house and um, I don't Getting know. Roscoe some. Uh, yeah, Roscoe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was not sure what to expect when it, uh, I knew that this was going to be great and it was going to be fun, but I wasn't totally sure what it was going to be like. But I really have enjoyed it. And um, I hope you guys have, too. For sure. I, uh, I want to <laughs> before this, I told you guys, I don't really have a, an agenda for today's conversation just off the top of my mind i know nba free agency is about to start uh i know that it's really hot here in franklin but i i'd like to start off by just asking a question to any of you guys that has been asked on this podcast a lot and that's this what's going on at home very appropriate (laughs) um yeah it's for me at my home um, it's definitely a busy time, you know. It's summer, so while the kids are off of school, you know, sometimes you would think, okay, we can relax, but <laughs> not really. Uh, there's just always something going on, either camps, kids camp, uh, church youth camp, which has been great, by the way, for, for my kids. Um, and then, uh, you know, with, with Chrissy, uh, she's got a million things on her list. Uh, but that's just her. That's her personality. Um, and I love this time because we, uh, 
you know, summer, they're, they're, we, we are trying to be, I'm trying to be intentional about uh, blocking off time to just be, just be with my family. Uh, last night, um, we uh, packed up the car and we took a 25-minute drive to Jackson and Leah's uh, home. They, they just got into their new home. Congrats to Jackson. Yeah, Leah. shout out to the, the young uh, adults. And uh, we just literally, we just got some food and played board games, right? So I think that in the busyness, um, it's important for, for families to just be intentional. And sometimes it may be just one night out of the entire week where you can do that, but just make it count. Make it count because, um, you know, things have to get done whether it's, it's a nine-to-five job or ministry or whatever it is that you are a part of, you know, you, you can't just put those things to the side. But I think what we can do and what I can do is just be intentional about, hey, I've got one night to make it special. And it doesn't even have to be grand. It just has to be intentional. So uh, I find that uh, in these... Uh, summer days and in the last few weeks, it's really been about, okay, um, get clarity on the busyness, but make sure that I'm, I'm still trying to find, you know, may, maybe it's just a, a coffee date with, with my wife on a morning because that's kind of all we have. Um, so, you know, it, it can be challenging, but I, I look forward to trying to get that win. You know, to me, that's a win. So, so good. That, um, that reminds me, that makes me think of something, Uncle James. So my favorite author is Ernest Hemingway. And I just uh, finished reading, rereading one of his books, For Whom the Bell Tolls. And it's probably one of the, his more well-known books. But if you haven't read it, the story is about a young man who he's fighting in a war. And he gets put on this mission that he kind of knows it's pretty likely I'm going to die in this mission. And it's at the beginning of the, beginning of the, the story, the mission's three days away, right? And so he, a lot of the story is about him, how knowing that his death is imminent affects the way he lives these next three days of his life. And a lot of it is just about being in the present right. and taking advantage of the moments that he has. And just it, one of the themes in the book is how he can live an entire life in three days. And so it's a really good book if you guys haven't read it before. But I've been marinating on just that idea of uh, how can I live each day like it's my last and 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 value the time and the present and even if it's just taking your kids to youth camp or whatever it is living it to the fullest i don't know that's been on my mind a lot lately uncle isn't there a country song live like you are dying yeah tim mcgraw Tim McGraw. <laughs> i remember eli when we were young that was like his song and i think he learned it on guitar or something like and you guys remember young eli he was just <laughs> singing that song <laughs> like he yeah. was an old man <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see it. There, there's a movie uh actually uh sam uh, recommended a man named otto oh yeah yeah 
Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. And I won't give it away in case uh, people haven't watched it, but it's a, it's one of those movies that uh, kind of aligns with the book you're reading. Um, you know, some people get very uh, rigid, and it's like Groundhog's Day every mm -hmm. day. And uh, sometimes, because of that, you don't take in the the benefits that you receive from relationships, be it with your family, your neighbors, your church, your community. Uh, so definitely recommend that book. Um, I've been trying to really be more mindful of that as well, as James was talking about living in the moment. Um, you know, what's really cool is that, uh, and Joe's not here, but we're, we're all husbands and fathers um, we have so much in common, but you know, we're all in different stages of even what that looks like, being a husband and father. And, um, <clears throat> for me, it's been really, um, it's been amazing to be on this, um, I wouldn't say a new journey, but part of my journey in uh, being uh, newly married again for almost six months. Um, and, you know, Michelle and I have uh, nine kids. I have five boys. She's got four, four kids and then the three uh, grandbabies. And we're in, um, it's been awesome the last couple months of uh, just navigating through um, just being there for our kids, even though we live by ourselves here in Franklin. Uh, four of my five boys uh, live nearby. None of her kids live here. And so... Uh, a couple of her kids have been making trips out here. Uh, we got to go to Boston a couple weeks ago to see one of her sons. And so um, James brought up the word intentional. And so that's one thing that we have to be intentional. Um, it seems like a lot of work, but we find we're finding a lot of joy in keeping up and thankful for uh, technology. You know, you got the opportunity to FaceTime and to really, uh, we have this, uh, we got a wedding gift, and basically it's a um, digital picture frame oh, that people cool. can send. Yeah. You, there's an app, yeah. and you oh, basically cool. send pictures wow, real cool. time. Yeah. And so uh, for, you know, uh, the kids that don't live in town, it's like we don't, you know, miss a beat. We, we can tell what they're uh, into and what's going on in their lives, especially with uh, the grand, the the three granddaughters. Um, John, so I think you, you, the adults have that. The kids have Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like every second. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's uh, it's been cool. It's it's uh, there's a lot going on with uh, every one of our nine kids. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's great. Um, but we're enjoying that part. Mm. I mean, it's going to be a, you know, a lifelong journey of keeping keeping up with everyone but it makes for a lot of excitement you know yeah that just hearing you talk about technology uncle john i uh i i'm curious to ask you guys obviously a a, a popular thing that gets talked about recently is ai and some of the new tech that's coming out and I don't know about you guys, but for the first time, probably this past month or so, I've started seeing AI 
in different parts of my life that it's it feels like seamless. Like for example, uh, I don't know if you guys are Spotify members, but Spotify just released their first. It's an AI DJ. Have you guys seen this? Oh, wow. yeah. So his name's DJ X, and he's on my Spotify app. And so I I just clicked on it for the first time a couple of days ago, and all of a sudden I hear this voice in my car. What's up, Josh? What? This is DJX, your personal wow. DJ. Oh, wow. And so I've been listening to my AI DJ. He makes DJ Play. makes playlists for me, and he plays songs that some I've never heard before, but I really like them. Yeah. But also he, he knows, he, like he'll say, what's up, Josh? I know how, uh, I, obviously he knows how old I am or whatever, and th- he, he made a, a list. This is some stuff that you probably were listening to in high school or middle school. And he started playing these songs that I haven't heard in years. Wow. And, but I remember them, and it, I don't know. It was crazy wow. to me. Wow. That, that, you know, that's like um, Callie will send me some songs of just unknown artists i've never heard of these artists but they're just like our vibe you know and it's because on spotify you know whatever song you put in ai starts building up your catalog and 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 so i was just giving callie props for man how do you you're finding all these talent there's this talent and she goes no (laughs) i've got ways djx wow interesting yeah technology josh is pretty interesting how it could be used uh, to your advantage, but it also can be kind of scary, man. You know, I I don't know all the devices in my home that are keyed into what goes on in our house, but sometimes we'll be sitting at dinner and having some random conversation and Alexa will chime in and I'm like, we didn't ask you. Oh, there she is, <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> You're, you weren't invited to this yeah, podcast. You weren't invited. <laughs> but, uh, man, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, are you guys on Twitter? I am. I'm yeah. not real active, but I am. I don't know if you've noticed recently I've been seeing more and more of them of these GPT bots on Twitter that people a lot smarter than me um, have programmed them and basically given these AI bots personalities. So there's like a, a sarcastic one yeah. or a, a, a rude one or all of this stuff. And you'll go on, if you go on Twitter and you look in replies to like tweets that have gone viral, you'll see these bots in there and it says uh, like automated next to them, but they're having full on conversations with yeah. people and yeah. uh being sarcastic or being funny or being sad it's really crazy to me yeah you you know we had uh and we frequently with uh because Haley, who's going to be 17 riley's 14 we'll have these conversations with them about their devices uh, social media and technology which for them and for their generation that's really all they've known right? right and uh, you know, uh, the church that we all belong to, we, about a month ago, we went through this, uh, this series on uh, social media detox and digital, we, digital t- detox, and uh, which, by the way, was a phenomenal series. But in the conversation that we have with uh, these young people, they're, what, what I find, at least with Haley and Riley, is they're interested in the dialogue in the and and just in knowing 
um, the way we were brought up and how we were raised without it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some of it, they're like, man, I, they, they, it's not a concept that, that they can, that resonates with them. But I'm, I'm, I'm bringing this up because with uh, AI now, chat GPT, all of that stuff, the passage that comes to mind, and I don't know that it's, it's a, a good analogy, but I think about you know, what the devil meant for evil, God will turn it around for your good. Because there's, there's, there's good, there's advantages, there's advancement to technology. But just like anything, if you abuse it or uh, if you just let it uh, run amok, so to speak, it can, it can be spoiled, right? So I, I think that with technology, you're, you're not, even as believers, I don't think that the idea should be, hey, we, we need to get rid of it. It's really just, man, more so, this is, there, there's opportunities to use technology just like our ministry and, and our business, um, but it's always having the conversation um, where's the balance? You know, what do we protect ourselves from? What do we protect our kids from? And it's just this ongoing dialogue, you know, um, being aware, being alert that, yeah, there are some, some, you know, again, the enemy will use technology and, and the enemy has used technology. But as believers and as content creators, storytellers, how do we use it for good? Sure. And uh, I don't think we ever arrive, but it's a, it's a great conversation to have. Yeah, I think um, because AI is basically, it's us. Every time you press the like button or, you know, all of that information goes to like an avatar of, mm -hmm. of, of every person. And so it's just uh, gathering all of this data mm -hmm. and then coming up with all this information. Right. And um, I think James mentioned it as a believer, man. Um, <clears throat> I think just every day we <laughs> pray for wisdom and, yeah. and uh, discernment. I have a story just this morning of the uh, technology came in clutch for my wife this morning. We're getting ready to leave on this nine-day run, and she just bought this full, uh, huge uh, uh, carton of eggs from Costco, and she was like, man, what do we do with all the eggs? Maybe call Jet. Jet just got his, he's, he's in his new place shout with, out a, to Jet. with yeah, a roommate, and maybe Jet will take the eggs. And I said, no, they're going to be fine. Hmm. She said, no, they won't. So she gets her phone, how long will <laughs> eggs be good yeah. for? And it said eggs can last three to five weeks, or you could freeze them for a year. Oh, so <laughs> uh, very important use of technology. <laughs> You know, Josh, it's also a, it's a uh, topic of discussion for my family a lot, the two generations, and trying to understand each other, how there's advantages to both. I don't really know much about technology. I do know that it's, it helps us to be a little bit more efficient in just our daily lives. But obviously, us being a little older, not just older, growing up in Samoa, where there was almost none of that. And there was this... Uh, this outlet that we enjoyed growing up, we were, we loved to be in the outdoors and being physically active. And uh, so sharing some of those stories with my kids, I mean, I mean, they're active too, but they have this other option. My, my son loves uh, 
computer games, you know, being online and, and that. And sometimes it's hard for me to understand how you can engage someone that you don't or have engagement with someone that you don't physically uh, see. And so uh, advantages to both. And so Sam, uh, Sam brought this up yesterday in this house. There's always rehearsals or meetings going on. And uh, he brought up the idea of, hey, man, we should schedule a time where we go play some sports, volleyball or pickleball or basketball, man. And that got me excited, man, because sometimes I'm just like, I can't take another meeting, man. <laughs> I need to do something outside. I got to get you guys on the golf course. Yes. I want to try that. Um, I have a question for you guys because this will be my last thing about tech. But I remember I think I was 10 or 11 years old when the iPhone came out. And to me, that was like a moment. That was like the iPhone almost seemed like magic to me. Like, it was some, so different than anything I had experienced before. I'm curious if you guys have a memory in your childhood of a t- when a new piece of tech came out that was like, wow, I can't believe this is possible. How does this work? How do they even make this work? Is there anything that stands out in your guys' mind when, when I ask that question? Absolutely. Um, when I, I was uh, taking a semester at the uh, community college in American Samoa, and um, the, our teacher, I don't even rem- remember what class it was, but she said, follow me. We're going to go up to this office, and I'm going to show you a computer. Mm. <laughs> this computer was like massive, <laughs> man. Um, and, and she said, now watch this. What is 2 plus 2? Uh-huh. The computer said 4. We were like, what? <laughs> what? Oh, I... I, I <laughs> I remember that. And then another thing I remember is uh, there's this band called the Clark Sisters. And um, back in the day, the Clark Sisters wrote and recorded a song called Computers Rule the World. What what year? But but that was back in the 70s, 80s? Yeah, maybe 80s. 70s, early 80s. Man, they were prophetic. They were prophetic. The other thing I do want to say, Josh, is before all this technology, I feel like uh, it used to be fun to tell stories, you know, mm. but now when oh. I'm telling stories, you know, one of my daughters go, no, that's wrong, dad. <laughs> I just checked it. Uh, <laughs> There's a bunch of fact checkers. Uh, uh, yeah, fact checkers. Everybody's a fact checker. <laughs> guys, you guys will remember this. There was a time when Grandpa Moses, uh, so landline phones, right? The, the, my first memory of a landline phone would be, uh, it would be, we drilled it to the, Mount, to the mounted wall, on the right? wall. Mounted on yeah. the wall, right? Those those were the landline phones, and then the cordless phones were coming out. Mm. Still landline. This is even before cell phones. And our dad, it seemed like every month he would find a, the new cordless phone. <laughs> oh, wow. And he, Mr. He Gadget was, Man, he was so uh, <laughs> intrigued and and was out of control that one time we came home. And he was washing dishes, and he had this landline phone where there's a mic connected. Wow. So, you know, it's over there, and he's washing dishes and talking on the phone. That, that's we just what, thought that yeah. was, like, the most innovative thing ever, man. That's one thing, having gr- 
hearing stories about grandpa yeah. i feel like i've heard more recently just yeah. because he's been here one thing i never knew about him is that he was kind of a techie guy he was i never knew that about yeah. him and you don't think of someone who he was born in the 40s exactly you don't think of someone his age being interested in tech yeah. but for his time it sounds like he was yeah, yeah. And, and and speaking of grandpa josh he's the first guy uh, along with his brother and uh, some cousins, they all would just uh, deck out their 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 vans, right? The, their their car, yeah. The and 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 I'm talking, customize the inside, and they would have a, a CB radio, you know. So that he he was the first one that I remember having a CB radio in his car. We had a I know we had a a track yeah. player in the car and maybe a cassette yeah. player. You know, so he was that guy, and then this was when we were. Did you say yeah. CB radio? Yes. Yeah, like I don't even know what that is. Yeah, okay. it's like what truckers use. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. They it's all like, like a yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And um, and then in Samoa, I don't remember what year, he was the first one I remember having a pager. Mm. So all of these kind of you know again these were advancements of technology yeah. back then. Somehow, uh, some way, he was he was clued in on on all this stuff. Interesting. Yeah, Josh. I mean, you're a little bit too young. You don't even know life <clears throat> before this. Uh, this is not when we were really young, but when we moved to Nashville in '93, it's the first time we were uh, introduced to in-ear monitors, and that was pretty. Uh, yeah. That was a huge uh, change for us, going from you know just wedges and then having these things that isolate some just the crowd sound and you hear this this click like metronome sound throughout every song and uh man i'm grateful now because i don't know if we could do very many concerts without yeah, if those that didn't come out we wouldn't be doing music no, today. No, our no, ears no. would be fried by so this will be a funny conversation so i think i was born too late to really understand pagers yeah. i know what they do right. i know my my mom and dad talk about when they had pagers, they used to use them to talk to each other. I don't, it doesn't register in my mind though. Like, so I, you had a pager and you wanted to page someone. So you knew their number, right? Yeah. And then you just type their number in and then it says, yeah, I remember communicate you messages. messages in there. Oh, you like, could yeah, like, you weren't, like text. You weren't necessarily talking through it. It was really more of a text device like by to notify yeah. something okay like so hey, you could I, do that i forgot something you know so like, i always just me. thought it was yeah, just like me. like oh my my girlfriend's paging me but then yeah. that was it i didn't yeah. know yeah. i thought well what are you supposed right, to do right. no, it yeah, could mean anything yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's buzzing you to say uh hey call alexis that's yeah. interesting you like, don't know what she needs huh. and pagers <laughs> if i'm uh, not mistaken they were before cell phones right um, but they were oh, yeah. really just to notify you, hey, please do this or give me a call. A lot, a lot of it was, hey, can you call me? Was well, there a, a range on how far a pager could, or was it like? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it was pretty much any distance. Okay. Uh, and how about this, guys? Do you do you remember when we had packaged our first CD? Uh, I, I remember. I, I, I don't remember what record that was. I think it was the Katina Boys. Was it the Katina Boys? Because yeah. I don't think we packaged CDs for our custom. But whenever that like was, I, I just remember thinking, man, we have a CD. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so that, CDs, was, that was... CDs would have been 
maybe late 80s, right? For us, right? it was the 80s. Yeah. Coming out yeah. of the 80s. Yeah. The last thing I want to say about technology, I've been enjoying um, seeing uh, law enforcement use technology. Mm. And uh, there's there's just countless cold cases that have been solved yeah. uh, with new technologies. And, um, you know, that's one positive thing. Have you guys heard about, uh, I'm afraid to say her name, but Alexa, them being used in, in court cases now? Wow. Oh, really? they, so... I could see that. one one um, example that I've heard was there was a like a an, an allegation of some domestic violence and it was kind of a he said she said thing uh, but they had an Alexa in the house and they could go back and listen to the times where they said oh yeah he hit me here or he yelled at me here wow. and they're using that as evidence now it's yeah, really interesting, interesting. Yeah. Wow. well just think what and Jesse kind of brought it up um, just think about what marketing and sales has done, right? I mean, be, because even now, someone's listening to our conversation, yeah, yeah. right? And it creates the algorithm. You know, all of a sudden, uh, Jetty will, uh, Sam will see uh, Raiders uh, mm -hmm. advertisements on his news feed on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. You know, it's, I've seen it too. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Or, or I, I'm a. I was born in February, right? And it just starts listing all these things and or, or, or it's crazy. Or a t-shirt that says, girl dads rock. Right. I'm like, <laughs> how do you know? I, uh, it, it's fun hearing about, Uncle, your first experience with the computer and yeah. reminiscing on when I first saw, the first person I knew who had a, an iPhone actually was Uncle Neil. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I'm curious to th think about especially like my younger cousins or even my nephew, what that thing's going to be for them. Have you, have you guys seen Apple is coming out with their own headset? I've seen that. Yep. Uh, like a VR headset, but this one is actually a, an AR headset, so augmented reality. Which, so basically what that means, it, this is coming out this fall, but the headset is transparent, kind of like a... A pair of glasses but it also has a screen inside of it so wow. you can wear the headset and still see everything around you but also put up digital images wow. as well and it's i don't know if that's going to be the thing but so did you uh, pre-order it no I, <laughs> my wallet's it's pretty it's pricey i think i think it's like 3500 yeah. or something crazy man. so but Wow. In in, in ten years, it might be three fifty. Yeah. So, well, 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 do do you think that that it actually is this whole AI thing that's being that you know uh, little ones like Levi, right? That that'll be probably the next five ten years of kind of like the iPhone. Well, was. I'm not an expert, but I feel like AI in a way is different than previous pieces of technology because yeah. it's almost like when it's working well it's almost like you don't even realize it's there kind of like this whole dj thing you if you told me this was just an, a guy just calling my phone i know it's not but it, it's indistinguishable to me and so i feel like ai maybe kids now won't ever have that moment where it's like wow this is yeah. amazing it'll just feel so seamless i don't know i don't know if you guys have seen this and i don't know if it's true but i saw this 
there's an, a McDonald's. I think there's one right now that doesn't have employees. Wow. You can just go through the drive-through and order, and that's it. Could be one thing that that you know Josiah Brooks and uh-huh. that generation younger than him. Uh, they'll be. That's what they'll know. Yeah, I don't know. Josh, this is terrible, man. So in our home, you know, we're so. Uh, I'm so old school and we talk about the differences again and, you know, we have so many remotes in our house mm. and, you know, I'll sit down wanting to watch something. And I can't find a remote. They're like, dad, just use your phone. I'm like, my phone. That's what you guys been using. <laughs> They're like, dad, figure it out. I'm like, man, I can't figure that out. They're like, what did you do when you were a kid? I said, man, I turned that thing forever, man. Just turn the dial, man. They're like, oh, what? I, I will say for, for the young people listening, it is, for someone like me, it is frustrating yeah. with my parents because to me, like, I can, I'm older than, like, young kids, but I can still just pick something up, and I don't know why. It's just intuitive to me on how to use a lot of these new technologies. It's not like that yeah. with my parents. Yeah. I mean, I'm... T- yeah, it's not like that. And so it's frustrating. I understand it's just a different experience and you guys don't have the same background, but it is it's so weird to me how just growing up with technology has changed our minds. Like yeah. uh it's altered our minds to where we're able to I'm able to use stuff so much easier than yeah. my mom or my dad. Like on autopilot. Yeah. 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 So yeah. can we talk about uh maybe the there's pros and cons. Let's talk about the cons. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's definitely <laughs> Because um, I, I think that there's nothing that replaces a human connection. Yeah. And we learned a lot when the pandem- pandemic happened, yeah. you know, all of the uh, quarantining and isolation. And, uh, you know, you can be in a room with technology all you want, you know. But I think that um, as humans, we long for uh, human connection. Sure. And, That's um, so good, Jody. I mean, so I, I'm grateful. I mean, if, if AI could help like our generation to tell a few less lies, you know, <laughs> then, then that's good. Well, and you, you know what? I, I'm glad you bring that up because I was just listening to, uh, it was actually a, a podcast, um, an interview with, uh, with Elon Musk, right? And, and as futuristic as that guy is, he was... Um, he was giving his thoughts on chat GPT, which he actually was involved in, mm-hmm. in that development. But he said that he really wants to make sure that every government um, does their part in creating um, just, just regulations, you know, um, make, because again, a good thing like technology you know, artificial intelligence, it can it can run amok. Oh yeah. So you've got to you've got to put into place just parameters, and I just thought that that was kind of reassuring coming from a guy like him. Mm-hmm. You know, because he he's saying there there's nothing that can replace the human touch. You know, there's a Elon Musk interview where he's talking about just the um, potential dangers of AI. Right. And he uses an example about how when humans, when we build roads, you know, yeah. we'll run over ant hills yeah. and not even think about it. No hard feelings, right? Yeah. We just don't think about it. And he says AI could get to that point to where it needs to build a road. 
no hard feelings. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> you're just in the way. Yeah. And so it, it will be interesting to see as we move forward in the coming years. I'm sure that's going to be a battleground yeah. politically and culturally of where does AI belong in, in human lives and how can we make sure that it doesn't become a road builder that, and we're just ants on an anthill. Yeah, Josh, we've also ex experienced uh, what we're talking about a little bit, even in what we do musically. <clears throat> uh, when we're in the studio, we've worked with all kinds of producers. One of my favorite producers, his name is Tommy Sims. And uh, I've never heard this from anyone else, but a couple times we'd be in the booth <clears throat> and we'd be singing a phrase. And at the end of it, you know, it, it, did, I, did I do it right? It was perfect but I didn't think it was, you know, just technically it was maybe slightly pitchy, but he's talking about the emotion, man, the emotion overrides that. So good. And sometimes when people are working on music vocally, I mean, we see it in, in uh, shows, right on, on TV where it's like, wow, they don't even make a mistake. Mm -hmm. It's just cause it's run through a certain filter right. or, or auto tune or something like that. So sometimes it can be work against you where, you don't get the full emotion because all of these things just put a certain level mm. of whatever on it. Yeah. I think we got to, I know we're running out of time, but we might need to do a part two mm. and talk about cloning. Oh, yeah. It's coming, uncles. It, it's I've been honestly, it's stuff. already here. Oh, it's yeah. already here. Oh, I've been watching but, stuff. But we could I, do there's questions about uh, Wimbanyama. <laughs> I'm kidding. What? No, don't start Look, that, man. Don't will, start that. We'll end with this. So, so for where we're at right now, I know it's going to be in the past. This will be fun to look back on. NBA free agency starts at midnight tonight. Just if you guys want to throw out a prediction of a name, any player that you think the Lakers are going to uh, sign, if you want to, and then we'll look back and see if anybody was right. Let me just start out by saying not Chris Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no, the dubs took care of that for us. Uh, I mean, it's just the latest one I've seen, and it looks like they're, um, the Lakers are really going after him. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Bruce Brown. Okay. Bruce? Same. Bruce? But, but before Bruce, we got to solidify uh, AR and uh Rui. yeah yep i'm gonna go out on a limb and i'm gonna get uh s some hate from uh, all of the other nephews i think Kyrie's coming man <laughs> i knew that was coming <laughs> it's sounding more and more likely we'll see though yeah. you never know with Kyrie. Never know. i'm gonna say uh a guy who i hope comes and i think is within reach is seth curry i think uh he's uh he just makes sense for the lakers so Josh, I want to just say thanks again for just doing a great job with this podcast. Thanks, and I, and, and uh, I'm glad to hear that you you like the the change. Oh yeah, be, being here, and uh, we're excited because I've got some great uh, guests that uh, I'm thinking for future podcasts. Awesome. So this is awesome. Thank you, Josh. Yep. Thank you, guys. So those of you listening, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with more episodes soon. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.